Welcome ye, weary Capricorns, that travel from one place to another. That is one characteristic that is exclusive to Capricorns, which is something that I am not, which is also why I am right here with you. But I am now addressing Capricorns that travel, and that is one stereotype I do not mind reinforcing at all. Signs. What are they really? Does anyone really know? Do you believe in signs? Well, they exist, that is for sure. We are completely 100% sure that signs are a thing. The first time a sign was ever encountered, it even predated any sort of registry instrument. So, we are just going to have to leave that one at that. Unless, of course, you are special, or just so special, that you have access to, or know the whereabouts of, a time machine. In which case, there is still hope for you. And I know for a fact that astrology is the first of your priorities. Forget dinner, or laundry, or bills, or finding true love. There will be more time for that later. But first, you have to find out why you are a fucking Sagittarius. Imagine you travel back in time and arrive in early 16th century Rome. All Assassin's Creed Brotherhood up in that. Surely someone by then must have had discovered astrological signs. Uh, you can't travel too far back, because that is frowned upon. So while you're in Rome, and this is assuming you are free to just roam around, pun intended, and I'm sorry, go ahead and talk to the man himself, Copernicus. Sadly, he is a very busy man, and you can't just walk into his quarters all willy-nilly and interrogate the guy. You have to... the guy Copernicus. That is the guy we are referring to. But in order to get in, you have to blend in with the local monks, for instance, when they walk in groups of three to more people. So, since you can't talk to Copernicus, I suggest the next best thing in Rome, which is the suppli di riso, which are small fried uh, rice balls with ragu and mozzarella inside. Much like with religion in those times, it is to die for. And once you had some of those, you can move on to the another next best thing, and that is Copernicus's brother, Capricarius. It's not called brotherhood for nothing, you know. Copernicus did have more siblings, all of them worshipping a different thing. As we know, Copernicus worshipped the sun. That is literally the basis of all his postulates and don't believe what anyone else tells you. Then you had Capricarius, a very wise man, who actively chose to let his genius flow while being suspended nine hours a day. Then you had Vergarius, a no-nonsense anti-woman with very creative juices, such as lime bean juice and wild boar and kale smoothie. And then you had Aquarini, an all-nonsense man who gave away most of his teeth to stem cell research, even though at the time there was none. And then there was Jennifer, but she just laid in bed most of the day. So now you have Capricarius on the bed, his legs are on the mantelpiece, and he's ready to answer your questions. Sadly, these questions will be left unanswered because the Renaissance, much like Wu-Tang Clan, ain't nothing to fuck with, as martial law and suppression of speech and dissent has been imposed by the much more fun Shovel Knights. After all, this is nothing if not a rogue legacy. So now you know what you should download next. So not just travel, weary Capricorn, but time travel, weary Capricorn. And if you don't know what that means, look it up. 
bring some headphones. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of the Made of Things podcast. I am your host, Antonio Maria Correa. This week on the show, we have Scottish indie rockers Django Django. David McLean and Tommy Grace are our guests, and we spoke at the Alive Festival in Portugal this past summer. The guys were promoting the excellent record Born Under Saturn, so let's not waste any more time with video game references, and let's get straight to my conversation with Django Django. Good, thank you, yeah, good. How, how are you? All right, thanks, yeah, great. Cool, cool, cool. Um, just for, for podcast purposes, because this goes on a podcast, could you state your names, please? Yeah, I am Dave from Django Django. I'm Tommy from Django Django. Uh, welcome to uh, the Made of Things podcast. Um, how are you guys? Uh, what's it like coming back to Portugal? Great. I've uh, been here f- three times or twice before, maybe this is our third time. Uh, yeah, it just seems like... We've got quite a lot of fans here and and, a beautiful city and beautiful weather, so can't complain today, really. It's good. Yeah, I remember you playing... I think you you played the Alive Festival before once. Yeah, yeah, I played this one, yeah. This one, and uh, also Meshfest, and uh, in, uh, like, it's a winter festival. Uh, I I was there at that one. Uh, Do you guys have any recollections of those shows? Yeah. Yeah, we do. I mean, I remember being here just just sort of belatedly and uh, had a really good show. It was a really good turnout, big crowd on late at night which I think is going to be the same tonight as well so looking forward to that I think I would prefer later shows and that's true actually you guys tend to play really late over here (laughs) yeah I don't know I always just figured that you guys just like start late it always seems like you have really like late evening meals and stuff Uh, uh, no it suits us (laughs) what guys uh, what time do you guys uh, wake up uh, back in the UK just to have some sort of comparison I'm up really early because I've got a kid daughter now so I'm up at like 6 in the morning oh okay okay when are you up Dave? 10 in the mornings my usual get up time okay so I like to lie in (laughs) okay so Portugal is somewhere in the middle so it's fine (laughs) don't don't worry don't worry we have the Django Django time slots Uh, time frame I mean yeah Um, you you guys uh, I need to ask this whenever you guys play in a festival all J are also playing what's going on uh, I've no idea. Yeah, they played before us last time. Uh, Is that a connection, I mean, other than just pure coincidence? Oh, the friends of ours, but I don't think the festival bookers know that. It's just maybe they... We get sometimes get sort of lumped together in the same sort of category of bands. There's a few bands that we seem to play with a lot, like Metronomy, Alt-J, Unknown Mortal Orchestra... Uh-huh. Uh, hot chip. I don't know, seem to share bills with these people because it's similar type of music, I guess. Yeah. Are they? Are they? Uh, are those of are those bands? Any of them uh, particular friends of yours? They're all. I mean, I'd, we don't know on no Mortal Orchestra, although we played with them. But uh, yeah, Metronomy are friends. We've toured with Metronomy, Hot Chip. Mm-hmm. Uh, done a lot of shows with Alt J and 
so yeah, we know them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apart from yeah. apart from all, Jay, I've interviewed them all. Uh, right. Actually, a year ago, I was interviewing an immortal orchestra right here with Ruben. Right, so, right. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, their uh, their new album's great. So yeah, it is, it is. Yeah. It is. And so is yours, by the way. So uh, okay. this is a nice segue, being a professional over here. <laughs> like, but uh, born under Saturn. Why Saturn in particular? Uh, it was sort of about the connection with. Sort of the occult, I guess, and what Saturn means to uh, this sort of mystery that surrounded Saturn, and sort of, uh, I mean, the book titled "Born Under Saturn" that we stole the album title from for uh, wasn't about the occult or about Saturn. Really, it was about <laughs> yeah. artistic okay. temperament and what it means to be born under Saturn. It, you know, what kind of temperament that gives you. It's really it was about the kind of mystery of what that book title could have been about and what you know what Saturn's meant to mythology throughout the ages and what a kind of interesting strange planet it is uh, so just yeah tied up a lot of interests uh-huh. we it, had it, actually I, I, fit, I, I think it fits the album really well because this has like uh, you've already had this from, from in the previous record but uh, kind of you, you, your music kind of sounds like this kind of space space desert rocky <laughs> thing you yeah, know yeah. like it's, it's, half of it seems to be uh, you know seems to take place in, in our space yeah. I think is that the intention of you guys uh, well I personally have got a big fascination with the solar system and outer space in general and uh, the strangeness of it you know even the strangeness that involves quite boring science seems to be quite wild and kind of unknown I guess it's this kind of there's a frontier on our own doorstep that's kind of quite unexplored and that's exciting for me, yeah. It's just like the sea, right? The sea, sea, yeah, I mean, deep sea to me is almost as unknown or more unknown than their own solar system, you know, it's kind of full of anomalous misunderstandings and kind of science that's yet to be kind of unfolded so all those things have been exciting to me since I've been a kid yeah I mean only recently they discovered that the film footage of the giant squids like you know fathoms and fathoms under the sea this is incredible these huge creatures that we've only just sort of finding out about now it is incredible and I don't know I think it's nice it's, it's nice to think about stuff that's not just on your own doorstep I think it sort of gets you going creatively or something Do you know that in Lisbon we have this aquarium from, I don't know, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, possibly more, I'm not even sure, but there's the corpse of a giant squid and it's like 15 meters, I don't know, in inches, Uh, like, I don't know. That's big though. That's very big. (laughs) It's very long. And uh, people who are, I had some friends of mine who were like, uh, oh, giant squids don't exist. I'm telling you they exist uh, uh, because I've seen them since I was a child, you know, I've seen one uh, when I was a kid, you know. That's sort of like Kraken kind of size it that's is. like but you can see where these myths about sea creatures and came from you know because this would have been scary if you were on a little boat to see a beast like that yeah is that what giant is about giant's about uh, <laughs> it's not about on giant squid again it's like a giant squid it's about uh, but imagine the calamari that's come off those things <laughs> feed you for a week 
that's a thought for Africa or any other uh, famine nations. Yeah, M- mutant should start breeding mutant anyway, um, right? Yeah. Uh, Farming giant squids. Yeah, <laughs> that's possibly very dangerous. Not a good idea. No, no. <laughs> it's like Jurassic Park Four, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah <laughs> that's quite yeah. good. If you're watching whoever makes Jurassic Park films, a deep sea versus a Jurassic Park, uh-huh. where it's all aquatic dinosaurs, and you go down in cages to feed them. Why is that not being done yet? That's good. You've just registered uh, according to copyright this. laws, I think. Uh, who made Jurassic Park? <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Yeah. He didn't. He's not still involved, though. Did he make I the think new he, one? I think the new one at the gears. Yeah. Spielberg make an aquatic Jurassic Park. <laughs> aquatic Park. Call it that. <laughs> uh, you have artistic rights and copyright little rights. I know this for a fact. No, it's yeah. uh, you have just registered if this. Aquatic Park comes <laughs> out then. You've got me to thank. Uh, <laughs> Have you seen the new movie? I actually haven't. I, th- I heard it's brilliant. I've not seen it yet. No, oh, no, okay. it looks good. It's, it's hard. Just... It's hard for me because the big, the first one I remember is I went to see it three times or something at oh. cinema. And it was such a game changer and such a brilliant film. You know that I'd be, I'd find it hard to watch a remake oh. of it. Oh sure, sure. But uh, I'm sure it's good. It's not a remake though, is it? It's no, like, it's a new, it's a new movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. A whole different plot oh, and right, stuff. Right, right, right. Maybe that's all right. Good. Right. Uh-huh. The new Mad Max is good. So I've seen I've seen that and it's, it's brilliant. Right. Yeah. Much I think it's possibly the best best one. Yeah. Mad Max 2 is the best one. Right? Uh, well, yeah, it's hard to, hard to yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good argument. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good dispute. It's a good dispute. Tina Turner uh, should have had a cameo in it. Um, kind of like the one she's, thing. She's that, on the third one, I think, right? Yeah, she's, she's Beyond the Thunderdome, yeah. Beyond the Thunderdome, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a classic as well, even though, you know, it's kind of, you know. Yeah. Third, third movie's a, yeah. It's a bit of a dip, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But the the, the, the second sequels are usually <laughs> uh, but um, how are we doing time wise okay uh, uh, okay thanks uh, talked about music yeah. at all <laughs> this whole interview no it's a, that's my thing <laughs> but for instance uh, may I ask two questions more yeah okay, okay. so um, okay so uh, um, my favorite song on the record is Break the Glass uh, what is what is the, what was the glass's fault what did the glass ever do to you uh, do, uh, like, like, we saw we saw we were literally in the recording booth and we were like right what we're going to write a song about and it was literally like a like a broken like the soundproof yeah. glass of the recording booth was broken and there was like some do you know you know that you know that band UK band end dubs do you remember them no uh, there was a guy I'm sorry could you say that again end dubs end dubs there was, no, a, no there, was, there was a guy a guy in a band called end dubs called dappy mm. wore a, a little hat on top of his head you don't remember him he's <laughs> sure but um he was using the recording studio at the same time as us so when we weren't there he was there and and uh, every time we got back there was things in the studio that were broken and people would always blame this kid Dappy for some reason it was like yeah Dappy did that because I think he was like I don't know he was like building model aeroplanes and flying them into I don't know getting in trouble and uh, so there was this massive window in the studio that was broken and the joke was that Dappy broke this window and I don't think he did actually Uh, I think he just got the blame for it (laughs) is he googleable though the blame for everything can you find him on google or something of course you can yeah he's at a big star (laughs) but anyway um I don't think it was Dappy that broke that window in the end, but the the song is about that window that 
Dappy got the blame for breaking. Oh, it's yeah. fun because it's very literal then. It is, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Just one, one, one last thing I need to ask, because this is, goes on the podcast I mentioned. Uh, it's called Made of Things, and it's based on the assumption that, uh, you know, you've dedicated your life and, uh, and your career to, uh, to, to having a career in, to, uh, in music or whatever, or whatever the guest does in this case. But... Um, What was uh, the moment like in which uh, you you heard or saw something or did something in which you you thought uh, okay I'm going to do this I want to do this uh, forever my, uh, this is oh, my life music. now music yeah yeah uh, just hearing Vinny's first early demos of Storm and Firewater oh wow uh, I didn't think oh it was gonna become my job I thought this is a a way of moving from making. I was making techno and stuff and way of moving from making dance music and techno that I'd hit a brick wall with and f started to find boring and, and, and working with songs and uh, and that's what I, you know what I always really wanted to do was help someone make songs or write songs so Like just hearing those demos, I thought this is possible. So it's actually, is actually like, oh, I need to get on this boat, right? Yeah, it was just like, oh, I can imagine helping with this and and filling in the gaps for him, and yeah, that was exciting. You know, working on your own, making techno is very okay. You do this, you do this, and then it goes on for a while, and then the hi hat comes in, and it's like fun, but when you start to muck about with songs I can't write songs I'm not really a songwriter or anything but helping someone write a song was exciting for me sure 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 well, no, nothing to do with uh, your brother and stuff no really I mean like uh, the Beat Band obviously was a big part of my family's whole family's life and my life and yeah I but it, it. I never thought about being in a band like that until until I met Vinny so it was kind of accidental okay. what about you Tom? Uh, probably the first, first time we played live because oh. uh, I, I just didn't know what to expect I hadn't done any gigs before unlike Jim say who'd been in bands before I had not been in, in a band and then we'd gotten <laughs> together <laughs> and then uh, and then suddenly we were we were live and we were, uh, did this funny gig in Brick Lane and it was great I got this huge rush and it was really immediate and really enjoyed it and was like okay, yeah I could do this this is, this is good it's great awesome, awesome we're running out of time so thank you guys for great. enjoy the show and uh, see you guys around yeah, yeah, next, time, next time man. next time you're around we'll speak again yes time we had with David and Tommy of Django Django I hope you come back later in the week uh, we'll have another episode coming right up uh, and until then follow us on Twitter at Made of Things Pod and like our page on Facebook don't forget we are also on YouTube and there will be much more content there in the near future so um, I'm kind of spoiling it for you right now but hey whatever <laughs> hyping myself And as always, guys, uh, go on iTunes and uh, subscribe if you haven't already. And please leave a positive review. And you can download the whole internet as well uh, at Made of Things Pod on WordPress. That's all for now. Take care, everyone. Uh, I am goodbye. Goodbye.